Welcome to another episode of RJ Bell's Dream Preview MLB Edition. This is the big one, episode 20, 20 episodes deep. I'm Taylor Ringle. My co-host Griffin Warner is here. Griff, how did we do this weekend again with our best bets? How do we do? It's, it's almost like you know the answer when you're asking that mm, question. Uh, we had a nice, we had a nice little twenty for our twentieth episode, or as the people would like to hear it, a two dash zero, two hyphen zero, two and zero. Oh. I think it's our second out of. Uh, it would have been two in a row, except unfortunately I couldn't take the win last week, and I think we did the two and zero oh before that as well. Um, so yeah, we've been so. a little, little, little hot, getting a little steamy. I'm actually coming to you from Hot Atlanta today. If anyone has cool stuff to do while the Braves are out of town, please hit me up uh, on Twitter. Uh, we'll give those handles later in the show. But yeah, 2-0, big, big weekend for the team. And I got to say, Taylor, you've been pretty hot lately. Yes, four in a row. I can say thank you to the A's, the Mets, the Yankees, and the Diamondbacks for that. And uh, our best bets, of course, will come at the end of the show. I might pick one of those teams again. Who knows? But I'm very Ooh, happy. teaser. That's what they call the old tease in the biz. But since um, the weekend is coming, we always do this every episode on Friday, is our weekend series spotlight. What series we're going to be really paying attention for for the weekend. And Griff, why don't we get, why don't I give you the floor to kick us off here? What is your weekend oh, series spotlight? Wow, you, what a gentleman you are. I'm um, trying my best here. I'm feeling a little humble today. Well, nice. I guess. I guess if there's a gentleman, I'll be the lady. I'll go first. Um, I'm going to pick my series spotlight will be the Minnesota Twins and the Toronto Blue Jays. Um, it's one of those, uh, unfortunately, Sonny Gray just got IL'd. So it looks like Chichi Gonzalez is uh, coming back from the dead. Um, he's starting and visiting, you say, Kikuchi, which we'll talk about a little bit later. But just two teams that I think have been one that we expected to be pretty good in the uh, Blue Jays, who I think we mm-hmm. both had winning the uh, you had winning the AL East, and, and I think we had maybe making a little bit deeper of a run than than others did potentially at the preseason. Uh, but then the Twins, who have been a big surprise, uh, who are a long, long way ahead in the AL Central, eight games up in the or I guess seven games up on the White Sox in the win column. So. Um, I'm not sure I'm a believer just yet in your former employer, the Minnesota Twins, but uh, and they got their work cut out for them with Chi Chi and to Dylan Bundy and to Devin Smelter this weekend. And the Jays have been playing pretty well as of late. Yeah, this is a big series for the Blue Jays. You know, like I mentioned before, when the Yankees were in Tampa, the Rays and the Blue Jays need to really put things together because. Yankees are five and a half games, and the Blue Jays are still playing really well. I mean, the Yankees have been crushing it, but this is a big series. Look, Kevin Gosman's ended this series for, for the Blue Jays. Love watching Gosman pitch. Smelter has not been that bad, I want to say. I'm just checking his numbers here. Yeah, uh, I mean, they, they've been playing a lot of games against the uh, really vaunted AL Central, where there's one team that's over 500. It's not the team we thought that it would be coming into the year, so... Uh, we'll see about Devin and his uh, rec specs if he can keep it going. Yeah, so let's kind of finish it off with uh, two teams that are absolutely hot and going into Friday's matchup. They are identical records. Oh, actually, Thursday. They play Thursday night already. I'm sorry. They're playing right now. Top five. It is a 0-0 game in game one. 
But for the rest of the series going forward is the New York Mets and the L.A. Dodgers. Um, I am stoked about this series. It's a humongous series for both teams. Yes, the Dodgers have had their ways so far, but it is a tight race in the NL West. They're only up three and a half games behind the San Diego Padres and and the Giants are six games back. So it, it's a tight race there. And the New York Mets are kind of rolling with it. They're 10 and a half games up in front of the Atlanta Braves. So their division, I mean, I think I saw, uh, if you're in New York, you're listening to Sal Licata, who works for WFAN, big name at WFAN, also works for SNY. He declared it yesterday that the Mets have won the division. It's all oh, over. Oh, my And guess God. what? This is such a, that is such a Mets thing to do. To declare a division win in freaking you June the count already. It's it's June second. It's not even. I know. What like what are we doing? I don't know, man. But this series, look, if you guys love baseball, you guys love to powerhouse teams like this. This is a perfect matchup for you. Uh, in game two, we have Bass versus Anderson, which is a great matchup, which we're going to talk about in a little bit. David Peterson and Griffin's boy Walker Bueller. Then we my got a, boy. And then we I got will, a TBD. I will, I will sign my name next to that name for sure. For I'll sign it there for the next 10 years too. But we also have a TBD for Sinai Baseball. Um, and but Urias is playing for the Dodgers. So it's going to be a jam-packed lineups, jam-packed rotations. I'm so freaking hyped for it. Um, because the Dodgers the, have absolutely owned the Mets going back a while. Certainly the Dodgers have been awesome for what feels like a decade now, and the Mets have been up and down. Um, but there's some big-time ownage. I mean, does it really matter? I don't know. The Twins went a long time, never been able to win in the Bronx either. But uh, I got to say, the, the Mets rotation, this one going in there with Taiwan Walker tonight, who I guess is off to a pretty good start as we're recording this pretty late. Bassett, who's been a little all over, all over the place with his control, but had a good bounce back start in his last one. But then we got our guy, David Peterson, you know, and Trevor Williams I'm seeing on Sunday. So uh, right, if cool. they can go and, and get a split here, I think that'd be big for the uh, already crowned NL East champion. I, I heard that. I was just like, dude, I understand they're up 10 and a half games against the defending champs. It's it's the days in August and September that are going to eat teams alive, and mostly August. The dog days of August or in September are going to destroy those first place teams. Um, the Mets. I'm, just, I'm not a fan of how Buck's been managing a, a pretty talented bullpen that just seems to blow a lot of leads. They get them back and they win in extras. It seems, but that's the that's the that's man. the part of the road. That's the part of the team that need to need they, they need to add. Um, soon because Trevor May is out and they don't know how long until he comes back. But you're right, the the bullpen you, they use a lot. And look, they I mean, they're but they're, they're look they're killing it without Scherzer and Degrom, which is really impressive. Let's be honest. Yeah, what they should be doing right now is just treading water, and they're adding to a lead, which is pretty impressive. But you know, the Dodgers also Craig Kimbrell has been really bad so far this year too. So um, feel like this might be a. a try to run away and hide as quickly as possible in this series. Cause if you can't do it, it's going to be some shaky uh, guys coming in to try to get out. So I, I feel like the Mets will turn around eventually, but um, unfortunately Drew Smith, that weird pinky dislocation the other day wasn't great, but right. um, you know, it should be a good series. Two good teams clearly leading divisions that have eyes on a prize. Um, I think that's a good choice, and uh, I'll admit that Taylor did pick that one first, and that was probably one I was going to go for. So, 
without further ado, uh, I think let's, if you're ready, let's, let's fucking let's jump go. in, baby. Let's jump. Let's we got jump a huge in. slate of games, huge slate. Yeah. And I think, look, Griff, we were talking about this before. Is this the most un, most overrated rivalry in baseball? And we're gonna start off right now with the Cardinals versus the Cubs. Right off the bat, they got a nice pitching matchup right now. Miles Michaelis versus Marcus Stroman, and we're looking at Stroman and the Cubbies are the solid favorites here, but uh, at minus 107. I mean, first of all, my first question is overrated rivalry, yes or no? Wow. I mean, are you really trying to get people pissed off right as we're starting this Friday card? Yes. That's the answer is yes. Uh, I was very surprised. I mean, I will admit you're a Yankee fan from Long Island. I'm from Rhode Island originally, and I was a Red Sox fan growing up. I don't really like them anymore, but Growing up, I got to say, whenever Sunday Night Baseball came on and they were picking, I mean, they, they didn't do it really ever. But when, once they started to pick the Cardinals, Cubs over the Red Sox, Yankees, I was like, what are these people doing? But I guess it's big in the heartland, you know, and then everyone's yeah. going to yell at us for our, our coast or East Coast bias. But technically, I'm all over the place. It's really hard, Carmen San Diego style because I'm in Atlanta today. But um, I, I mean, it's a big series. I think they do have Sunday night baseball this weekend as well. Um, so we get to, uh, fall asleep, listen to Carl Ravage talk. But, um, <laughs> as you mentioned, Marcus Stroman, instead of solid, I probably would say slight favorite at minus one Oh seven. And I got to say, that's, uh, I, I don't know. Oh, it's a solid pitching matchup. That's what I was just trying to say. Solid pitching okay. matchup. Okay. That's fair. I mean, Stroman's been pretty good. No one ever believes in him really. Uh, the I head agree. over heart or, or heart over height or whatever his motto is. Height um, doesn't measure heart. There you go. Yeah. There. Thanks. Um, <laughs> and, and I got to say his slider has been good. You need mm-hmm. to have a slider in today's baseball uh, in the year of our Lord, 2022. And I mean, I, I do, I, I'm kind of puzzled by the respect that he's getting in this one. I mean, miles Michaels is nothing, nothing too great to look at, but um, I feel like, the, the Cardinals have a better bullpen. They have a better lineup. They have a better team. They're they're actually competing for something. So um, seeing Miles Michaelis trending towards a plus money underdog, that has me interested in the matinee. Um, are you, you got a reason to, to jump off the Michaelis train? No. Um, watching him pitch this year has been pretty impressive. And he's kind of been up and down guy since he's been a Cardinal. He's had a few good years yeah. and pretty shaky years, but – um, I have always been a Stroman guy, always support him. He's a Long Island kid too, but you're right. He, he gets a lot of hate, but this, this matchup, I think the Michaelis is the right pick here. Yeah, that's, that's where I'm leaning. Um, I gotta say, I, I would love to see it keep going. I feel like the Cubs play pretty well today, but, uh, sticking two of those back to back, I feel like is unlikely for them. Uh, next we'll go San Francisco at Miami. Uh, if I'm allowed to take the reins back. We got Alex Cobb at Eliezer Hernandez, who should have lost his job a long time ago, but Lazardo seems to be on the IL for a while. Uh, currently, Cobb is a minus one forty-six favorite, which is monstrous based on how he's been pitching. Though I think he's been better than his number suggests. Over under is seven and a half right now. Um, I just don't think that Eliezer Hernandez, with a really really quiet lineup, which might be better at home, but. Uh, the bullpen's all over the place in Miami right now as well. Uh, and I, I think there's, I don't know if there's value in Alex Cobb, but I feel like he's going to pitch well. And I don't think I can believe that Eliezer Hernandez is going to do that for, for the, the fish. Um, yeah, I think the, the Alex Cobb train is 
been bigger than I thought. I think a lot of people like him, even on yeah. Twitter. A lot of a lot of people on the Twitter fingers talking about Alex Cobb. They love the guy because he throws a million miles an hour. But um, yeah, I think I think going with the road the road team here is the wise choice. Hernandez, yeah, I mean, just gets rocked. Trigger fingers turn to Twitter fingers as it as it goes. If I if I know right. that line correctly, that line's, um, that line's correct. I I do think that you could learn a lot of things on Twitter. Some things you don't want to learn. But anyway. Uh, next, we'll go Washington at Cincinnati. We got Josiah Gray at a Mike Miner sighting. We got another Vandy boy coming into the starting lineup, um, coming back off the IL or maybe off of independent ball, wherever he's been. I'm not sure. Uh, pretty disappointing last year for Miner, but was an awesome, awesome pitcher a couple years ago. We'll see if he can regain that form. I doubt he's going to because since he's wearing a Reds jersey, but uh, at least they're not. I mean, maybe they're still the worst record in baseball. Anyway, Josiah Gray can't keep the ball in the yard. He's going to a pretty small park. Uh, if you have you been to GA, GAB, by the way, I have not. I've always wanted to. It looks like a nice ballpark. Um, it's nice. It's right on the water. It's cool. There's a, some more love for our Heartland listeners, but uh, currently, Miners minus one twenty-five favorite over unders nine and a half. And I got to say. That's a lot of respect. Um, I mean, the Nats aren't good, but uh, Josiah Gray has home run problems. But, like, Mike Miner, I don't know where he's been pitching. I imagine it's been a long rehab as- assignment. But um, that's a lot of respect for a pretty bad Reds team. Um, what do you it's, got? It also gives a lot of respect for a guy who hasn't started at all this year. Like, this is his first start of the year. He, he, is, is, he hasn't pitched this season. And, look, I mean, this is – might be the worst matchup of the year so far. Like this is no, this is just not. You shouldn't put this on TV, right? You can't put this on television, <laughs> right? You can't. You can't. But anyway, um, yeah, I find it. I find it very interesting that they gave Mike Miner the better odds here because he just hasn't played yet. I know Josiah Gray just gives up nukes. He just puts baseballs on tees and just gets rocked. I don't know. Well, I mean, well, he either like- strikes. People out or he gives a home run. It seems how he's one of those three true outcome guys. I don't know how bad his walk numbers are, but so I'm reading that uh, live that Mike Miner has 20 strikeouts across 16 innings during his rehab assignment, which has lasted all of the season, which is saying something, but I, I got to say tough to really jump from triple A to your first start as a favorite. Um, I you know, agree. I don't love Josiah Gray, but I feel like he's probably a better pitcher and I mean, are you scared of the Cincinnati bullpen? Because I certainly am not. Um, no, I don't even no, know who's posing for him. Santian, I guess, but like, yeah, I think so. I, I mean, there might be. And the thing is, is like, what can we expect from Miner? That's what we really need to decide before we get. Yeah, like two innings, right? Four, totally. if that. Totally, totally. Okay. Uh, so then, next on the list, we'll go to uh, Pittsburgh for Arizona at. The Pirates. We got Merrill Kelly at Brubaker. Currently, Brubaker slight favorite, minus one hundred eight at home, over under seven and a half. And uh, the Snakes have been really good. They've been winning our us best bets. I feel like every show um, after a really poor start of the year, they've been pretty good. Merrill Kelly. I don't know that he's been as good as he was to start the season. Yeah, he's his ERA is climbing up. Yeah, his ERA yeah. is climbing up a little bit. It was low. Maybe it was I- like in the twos. I know, but this is the Pirates we're talking about here too. Brew Baker has not been pitching that great. You know, he's 0-4 of the 4-15 ERA. Um, you know, I, I think with how special Kelly's been so far, I think it's wise to go maybe D-backs on this one. 
I mean, that's certainly where I'm looking. Uh, I still don't know what we're going to see from David Bednar after inexplicably throwing 50 pitches uh, <laughs> over two innings at, but also one of the most inexplicable things. Probably we saw the weirdest thing all year was the, the Buccos going to LA and sweeping the Dodgers. That is um, wild. You would have made a lot of money just uh, rolling over that, uh, those games. Cause I think they were like a $3 favorite each game. The Dodgers were um, yeah, I definitely like Merrill Kelly there. Next we'll go uh, San Diego, Milwaukee, which is a pretty big series. Uh, re- I guess running it back from a couple weeks ago or maybe last week in San Diego because they just have to mirror these matchups. It's so annoying. But anyway, Joe Musgrove at uh, Corbin Burns, your uh, pick to repeat as Cy Young. Uh, currently, Corbin Burns minus 149 favorite over under six and a half. Not a lot of runs going to be scored in this one, I don't think. Uh, and I'm interested in, in Musgrove. I think he's been really good so far. Yeah, Joe Musgrove, even from 2020 when he threw the no-hitter there, he's been just on the up and up and just another Pirates trade that is not coming to their favor um, and letting a guy go like that. Uh, Hold on, I'm just trying to look for this uh, matchup here. I just want to see exactly what I'm working with. Well, well, while you're looking that up, I mean, Corbin Burns with a nasty cutter that people can't really see in the lineup. He's great at somehow wiggling out of tough situations despite, to me, I, I guess, I mean, the Ks will always do that. And then, so how do you beat Corbin Burns? You got to, I guess you got to take a lead until he gets out of the game because behind him, if he goes six innings, there's so much in that bullpen with Boxberger, Devin Williams, and then, of course, Hayter at the end. Um, So I don't really know, like, yeah, it's a pretty big price on Musgrove, but, man, I don't know how you go about winning that, unfortunately. You know, this this might be the best pitching matchup of the year so far. If you're When you're looking at numbers right now, Musgrove five and all one eight six ERA fifty eight Ks Burns three and two one nine five seventy eight Ks it, it's a okay. it's a hell of a pitching matchup and they're just they're two very very good teams so I, I think I remember I picked Burns the I think my fir- very first best bet of the year was I picked Burns against the Braves and he got lit up um it's very hard not to sorry pick about it. That, that was a that was a winner for your boy over here. Not uh, on my best bets, but sorry, of course it was. Yeah, you know what? Anyway, I, th- anyway. I think I'd take if I was a betting man. Um, you are. I, you have a betting am podcast. Am a betting, That's what we're doing here. Remember? Yeah. Um, no, I'm just you know just joking around here. But yeah, I think um, I think I'd probably bet on Corbin Burns this weekend. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah. I like Musgrove. I just man, I love him too, it, man. It's because I like it's the tough. price. I just, I mean, you got to have. So in other words, I think. Musgrove's got to leave with a lead. You're not you're not going to beat the the Brewers in in extra innings. So you got to leave with a lead, hold on to it for dear life. And I think uh, they blew a save tonight. The the Padres did in the first game of the series. So Next tough. we'll go to the mountains for Atlanta at Colorado. We got Max Freed. See what happens with his curveball in the uh, in the thin air against Chad. Not so cool. Currently, Max Freed is a minus one seventy two road favorite. Uh, over under is 11 right now or 11 and a half, depending where you want to find your, uh, your outs. Um, that's saying a lot of runs are going to be scored. I mean, though totals are generally high at cores. Um, right. I just, I don't think Chad cool. Who's just so hard to project. I feel like I would project him to be bad more than good. And, uh, you know, the Braves, I mean, they've already lost division apparently, but, uh, I guess they're going to be fighting <laughs> for a wild card. I know. It's not weird. Um, lost division in June. Who, yeah. who would have thought yeah. um i'm gonna take max freed 
in, in this matchup. I, I don't know the Rock. Also, the Rockies. The Rockies. I feel like they scored all the runs for the week in last night's game. They, Brent Rogers, did three home runs and a walk off home run to win it. Um, and they also got destroyed in the first game of that doubleheader. Like I think it was fourteen to one or something like that. But um, I, I like Max Fried. I've always been a Max Fried fan. But when I and also when he when he pitches, I like betting on Max Fried. Um, but also, if you need a big fucking win, you need a win right now. Uh, Max Fried's your guy because this Braves team needs to win and keep winning. Well, luckily they scored thirteen tonight in Denver, so they've already started that series off well. Uh, next, we'll go to. Uh, your series spotlight, last game of the night in the National League. Chris Bassett at Tyler Anderson, who uh, Tyler Anderson's been surprisingly good. I feel like that's not going to last forever, but we'll see. Uh, currently, Tyler Anderson is a minus 155 favorite, over-under is eight and a half, which is pretty high, I think, for a, a Dodger game, but the power alleys are pretty small there. Um, and you got two guys that are probably going to be trying to get – weak contact as opposed to missing bats. I guess Tyler Anderson has been a little bit better at that. Uh, you're interested in backing Chris Bassett over there or what? Yes, I Ooh. am. Okay. I do. I do want to, I'm going to back the guy. He's been, he's pitched pretty freaking well this year. He's really only had like, I would say he's had two bad starts really this year, both against the San Francisco giants back oh, yeah. in April. And then a few weeks ago in May, um, when he let up eight runs, but he bounced back starting his last start. He went six innings, struck out seven against the Phillies at home. The ERA was majorly down for the most part until that eight run uh Giants game. But I, yeah, I, we need to not we need to not mention that one. That was my game of the year. Um, still really, oh, that's right. Like, that was that still, was still wake up in the middle of the night thinking about Edwin Diaz just throwing fastballs down the middle. Yeah, not not great. You know what? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go bass in this one. I, I, I have faith in uh, in the Metsies again. I mean, they have – I think it, it, it's hard to compare bullpens. So the Dodgers – I mean, what they've basically been doing for the last two years is they're not putting people in harm's way. They've got a deep enough bullpen that they, they don't need to use guys back-to-back. I'm curious to see who gets used tonight because that usually would tell who's available tomorrow. Not to worry about Campbell because he's fixing his mechanics or whatever he's doing or maybe he's old. Um, I, I mean, I think the, He's old. the Mets are going to be big dogs this whole series. Uh, this might be the best place to, to back them if you're going to do it. I mean, the Mets, uh, next, Mets are division winners already, so right. I mean, why not? That's who's it? What I don't let's not even give this guy any any any, any more media I work with exposure, not even not even worth it. But uh, shout out WFAN. Um, we'll go to the AL now for uh, Cleveland at Baltimore. Looks like not a real line out there right now, but Shane Bieber, who's Trying to work throwing 91 mile an hour fastballs. I'm not sure that's going to last forever, uh, but maybe the Orioles and Bruce Zimmerman won't be able to beat that. Next, with a line, we'll go to Detroit, a different E. Rodriguez. This one is Elvin at Garrett Cole. Uh, and we're finding the Yankees at higher than $3 favorites. And I feel like it's going to be happening a lot this year. Cole's minus 325, over under is eight. Um, Expensive to back them, but uh, I'm not sure that Elvin's going to have a really good time with that Yankee uh, lineup. Yeah, this is a big one, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Yeah, Cole Cole is the, I guess you would say the worst starter in that rotation, which is very funny Ah, to see. Whoa, whoa. I mean, look, Cortez, another great game today. Um, I was actually at the Bronx. I was in the Bronx. Griff, I was in the Bronx 
for game two of this damn series against the Angels, and it rained out. I got free tickets, free oh. 99, baby, and oh. I was ready to go. It was Cortez versus Dittmers, Dittmars, excuse me. And Detmers, close. Detmers, Dittmers, whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Hey, it doesn't matter because the guy's He relevant. threw a no-hitter this year. No big deal. Yeah, okay. okay. He's irrelevant. Um, anyway. <laughs> um, uh, and okay. I wasn't seeing Nasty Nestor, you know. I was going to be seeing that. But anyway. Um, Nestor the molester, apparently, yeah. I, you heard that from Jim Cott? Like, dude, take it yeah. easy. With that, I mean, Jimmy. honestly, glue factory right now. You know, just you know, hang the cleats up, dude. Just call it. You you've been you've been covering baseball and playing baseball for seventy years. Like, the, the cleats that he's wearing are probably slippers to the office. But anyway, keep going. <laughs> yeah, so just let's just hang them up there. Um, yeah, definitely, <laughs> uh, definitely back to Yanks. I guess right, right. <laughs> I mean, I mean, hard hard to. Uh, I mean, people can make money betting on the on the Tigers, but I just feel like you're going to lose it a lot more than you're going to win it. Next, we'll go uh, to my series spotlight. Um, Chichi Gonzalez, who's going to just throw a lot of hard sinkers, I guess, at uh, Kikuchi, who's been really good for the, the Jays lately. No real line here, but Kikuchi's probably pretty expensive. The Jays have been pretty hot lately. We'll move next to the White Sox, who are so disappointing at mm. the Rays, who are uh, hanging in there. And we got Vince Velasquez at Shane McClanahan, who's just awesome. Uh, almost a $2 favorite, minus 195 is Shane McClanahan at home over under seven, um, which feels a little low considering how Velasquez can get blasted. I just, Dude. I don't think that the White Sox are, are a good team right now. Um, and I just don't like they, they've got some, I mean, Luis Robert coming back is really important for him, but um, I just, I can't trust them at all. Absolutely not. The W come on. Our listeners are smart listeners. They would understand that that would be a silly thing to do. Uh, Trying to backing Vince Velasquez. Remember who you supposed to be like a tank? He was supposed to be so good. He's terrible. But like Shane McClanahan is competing for a Cy Young right now, and that's what all the Rays do. They just breed Cy Young pitchers, and that they've been doing that since David Price days. So um, McClanahan is an absolute beast. Um, I thought it would be a little. Hard. I thought it'd be like in the twos. You know, I mean, it might it might get there. It looked like it opened there, came down a little bit. I guess a lot of people really want to want to ride the uh, Vince Velasquez. Uh, hey, God Snow. willing, you know, God bless not, you. Not not for me. Uh, yeah. Next, we'll go Seattle at Texas. Nice little rivalry. Uh, Logan Gilbert at Dane Dunning. Not really. I guess I don't know who got announced late, but it looks like Gilbert's going to be a slight favorite on the road. Which I've been backing him like crazy. It's been certainly mixed results so far, but I, I, I like him a lot. Next game with an actual line is, is Jose Orchidi from the Astros visiting Orchidi. Brady Singer at the Royals. Uh, currently, Orchidi is a minus 122 favorite on the road, over under eight and a half. And I, I got to say, I like the Astros uh, because they can hit the ball, and I'm not sure the Kansas City can. Do you like it that Singer's been pitching pretty well? I know I'm, 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 not, I'm not giving up, like, I'm just. Dissecting this year, Singer is two and zero, two four nine ERA. I know that the Royals are god awful, but uh, do I like it? So I mean, you know, I don't have anything. I don't have a personal vendetta against Brady Singer or Florida Gators pitchers or anything like that. I think he was a first round pick. So I, I, I like, uh, yeah, Gator Chop, you know, or Chomp, whatever, Gator Bait, all that sort of stuff. Uh, that's probably not something I should say. Uh, delete that. Anyway, um, I think. I think I like what he's showing so far. I just really, I've watched him in the past and been like, how is he going to get 
there's ever a guy on third base less than two out, like how is he going to survive without a comeback? He melts that, down. What? He kind of has like a meltdown. He kind of like he doesn't like he doesn't keep it together. I'm not t- I'm not really that worried about him psychologically. I just feel like he doesn't have uh, unless he's added to his arsenal and all of a sudden has good breaking stuff or or has a fastball that's a lot more overwhelming than it has been. Um, I I think the jury's still out on him putting up numbers like that throughout the year, especially when the summer months come around. It gets a little bit hotter. I mean, it's nice that he plays against a, a joke of a division and Rob Manfred might just like start playing with beach balls soon enough. Um, <laughs> but I think, I mean, the numbers look really good, as you said, but um, I think the Ashes are going to be a good test of that because they make a lot of contact and that's they a scary do. thing. Big park that helps, but uh, I'm not a believer yet. That they do. And then we have uh, the Red Sox in the A's. Tell us about that one. All right. We've got Nate Ivaldi at James Caprillion. Um Pretty decent matchup. I mean, both of these guys can get outs, that's for sure. I'm not sure how many we'll expect from Caprillion, but Ivaldi could could be really good here. He's a minus 155 favorite on the road. Uh, these long Western road trips are tough um, on the Red Sox. They're always complaining about it, I know. Um, but that's, I mean, pretty big favorite, but they're also playing a AAA athletics team uh, over under seven. So not expecting a ton of runs, but you can't in that ballpark that's actually a football stadium. Um, you got any love for Caprillion? I know it's not, unfortunately, it's not Paul Blackburn starting. The only love I'll give Caprillion is he was a former Yankees prospect. That's all I'm saying. And then I'm going to go strictly Red Sox in this one. Okay. Uh, next is, is Chase Silseth is, is announced for the Angels. We got nothing for the Phillies. So, um, so that'll be, I guess, what we got from Friday's card. Yes, that is the last thing from Friday's card. And before we go to our best bets, like we do at the end of every show, our boy Griffin Warner has a little gift. What's our little gift, Griff? You know, so I'm here. I'm just trying to support the people, you know. Thank you to all of our listeners. I think we're we're breaking out 1 million downloads per episode. Just kidding, but we're trying to get there. So uh, tell your friends, tell your girlfriends. Tell your boyfriends, tell your moms, tell your parents, tell families, tell anyone who has uh, an iPhone or something to listen to us, whether you're on Apple Podcasts or wherever you can find this. Um, but I have a couple things. Yes. So we have um, an MLB 20 promo code for 20% off. It expires on July 18th. The right, right is all star break hits. Uh, but you can get 20% off any of the picks on the pregame website. Um, you can get some of mine for sure or whatever you'd like. You can get 30 days through the rest of the year, through all these sort of things, anything that you're looking for. If you want to to ride with us, see where we're picking. I try to get my picks out every night so that you can try to uh, play the stock market game of the MLB betting market as well. Um, I think I've had some good results with that so far. Um, certainly it's not guaranteed forever, uh, but, but definitely MLB 20, if you want to uh, get involved. Also uh, I got another bonus gift. So not one Woo! gift. Call me, call me St. Nick, if you will. Uh, oh. But we're running a contest and it's actually, it's called the MLB all-star 500, not the Indy 500, but I mean, maybe as many thrills and spills and uh, Taylor will drink some milk at the end if he wins. Um, actually, I don't know if we're allowed to play, but anyway, it's a, a contest that starts July 19th, the all-star game. Uh, and it, or excuse me, it starts June 1st. So that's, that was yesterday. It ends July 19th, the all-star game. Let me make sure that's out there. So. You will be playing in a contest, contest prize, 500 bucks, winner take all, uh, pick any type. You can go side, total, run line, whatever you want. 
decided by net profit. It's, I guess it started uh, technically yesterday, June 1st, but uh, get in there. It's on the pregame website. Winner take all. Go make – I don't think that we can play, unfortunately. It would be nice, but I, I guess this is just for our listeners. So go play the contest. Makes takes. I mean, buy some picks with your 20% off. Use that in the contest. Win some money. Win some contest stuff. Have a really nice set of, I, I guess – three weeks until all or whatever, whatever the all-star break is a month and a half, go in, get some winners and uh, stack up the units. And um, that'll, that'll be me rambling. And I think I've finished, but MLB 20, if you want to buy some stuff on pregame.com or play the contest, it's free. Get in there when, when uh, 500 bucks, there's a minimum picks of 50 maxes, 100. So uh, be cautious, but also make sure you get your 50 in there. So you're eligible. Uh, and that, and that brings us to the best, best part of our show which I'm going to let Taylor go first because he is hot right now. Like so hot that like it's, it's actually fogging up my camera as we speak. Um, what are we doing? Big guy. You, you got to keep the streak alive. It's so hot. I'm legit taking my clothes off. It's that hot. Yikes. I mean, good thing. This is a podcast. Not video. good thing. Yeah. No one can see my chiseled abs. Oh, okay. yeah. Is that no. Okay. That's that's definitely not what I have. But um, my best bet to keep my streak alive at five, Ooh. to make it five, I'm going to go with a team that starred. That was it, my second best bet win in a row. I'm going with the Metsies again, ladies and gentlemen. I Whoa. have faith in Chris Bassett against these L.A. Dodgers. I know the Dodgers are the favorites here at minus 155. I'm taking Whoa. the road dogs. I am in love with Chris Bass and how he's played. Yes, he's had a, maybe one or two bad start this year. He's been really consistent throughout this season. I know Tyler Anderson's undefeated. He's got an under three ERA. I get it. I guess the Dodgers, Dodgers. I, I, this is a huge series for both teams, but I'm going to go with Chris Bass here. My streak will continue. I'm keeping wow. it a buck. So, it's so going. let's just say for the people. So Chris Bass is a plus one, four to three underdog. I mean, Taylor, just trying to get that fifth in a row. I mean, I, we would never do this to you, but he could have gone for Garrett Cole minus 325 and just gotten there. True. Um, I could have, but you know what? That's I'm not trying to make it easy for me. I want I want to I want to make this an entertaining fifth win. I could have done easy pick, Garrett Cole, whatever, strike out 35 guys, which that's actually impossible to do. But I mean, you never know. You never know. But yeah, I want I want to go with a I want to start sweating a little bit. You know, I, I want to make it interesting. I mean, I'm glad life's too easy for you. I got to say, I do I do lean your way. I like the Mets uh, in this one. Tyler Anderson, maybe this is the day that he finally comes down to earth because he can't pitch against uh, the dregs of, of Major League Baseball every time. And, we'll, and I mean, the Mets will put a lot of pressure on him, so we'll see. Um, I'm going to go with the Arizona Diamondbacks. The snakes, they, they can bite you. They were sentenced to, to crawl on their stomachs forever by – God, because of what happened with Adam and Eve, and since this is not a biblical podcast, we'll keep going. But I think Merrill Kelly has shown that he has kind of matured into a pitcher that can miss bats. He never could in the past, but I think he's gonna he's gonna do well against a Pittsburgh Pirates lineup that's not very good currently. I, I'm seeing Arizona minus 102, and I just I don't I'm not a believer in Brew Baker. He hasn't had a win yet this season. Not that that matters so much, but I got questions about David Bednar's availability after throwing so many pitches earlier this week at LA. And I just, I never really believe that Pittsburgh is going to close any game out. So uh, I'm going to take the Arizona Diamondbacks 
hopefully the snakes are are hungry and and are, are going to hit the ball over the place. And Merrill Kelly at minus one hundred two will do it for me. You can find me on Twitter at the real underscore G Warner. Uh, hit the follow button, Taylor. Give him give him yours. Get, like, take us home. You guys can follow me at Taylor Ringold. T A Y L O R R I N G O L D. You just heard our best bets. You just heard a ton of nice, uh, I guess, nice ad from Griff at the end over here. We have a ton in store for us this season. That's 20 episodes deep, Griff. We have so many more to go. We will catch you guys on Monday. Have a good night, ladies and gentlemen. We'll see you guys on Monday. Peace.